have your Bibles, we're going back. Yeah, we're going back to Joshua 2, 17 through 21. Amen. Amen. How many have been blessed by the Word of God? Amen. 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 I've read Rahab several times and uh, Joshua talking about Rahab several times and, you know, never really looked at it uh, like, we've looked, like we're looking at it now. Um, as I was reading it again, one more thing that leaped out of the pages at me, and that's what I want to talk about on tonight. But Joshua 2, 7, starting at the 17th verse reads, and the men said to her, what shall, we shall be blameless and free from this oath which you've made us swear, unless when we come into the land, you tie this cord of scarlet thread in the window through which you let us down. And bring into the house your father and your mother and your brothers and all your father's household so that they will be safe. But if anyone goes out of the doors of your house into the streets, his blood shall be on his own head. That is his own responsibility. And we shall be blameless and free from our oath. However, if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head. But if you tell anyone this business of ours, we shall be blameless and free from the oath which you made us swear. And she said, according to your words, so be it. Then Rahab sent them off and they departed. And she tied the scarlet cord in the window. Let's pray. Father, we are honored tonight just to be in your midst. Thank you for bringing us to this appointed place at this appointed time to hear your word. You know what we need. God, you know what each and every one of us is dealing with. And you know how your word is. We'll strengthen our lives. You know what it will do to that area of life area of our life that needs it most. So Father, have your way on tonight. I pray that David may decrease, that you may increase, that you may think in my mind and speak in my mouth. A revelant word that will truly impact the hearts of your people. Open up our ears that we may hear what the Spirit is saying. Father, we thank you tonight. And this is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the Lord's house. So we've been looking at uh, just how powerful alignment, we've been talking about alignment, those that uh, are new on tonight. We've been talking about alignment and we've been talking about the criticality or the importance of alignment uh, in our life in various areas. Uh, and so we've been looking at the life of Rahab and Rahab took a chance. She took a chance when it could have cost her her life. Um, because she realized the power of alignment, and because Rahab realized the power of alignment, her life was preserved. Uh, not only her life, but we see those that were attached to her. Their life was also preserved. Her father, mother, and, and, and all those that were linked to her. Understand, because of that, their life was blessed. But not only was her life preserved, but we read in Hebrews that she is a member of the hall of faith because she believed God in spite of circumstances, because she 
was willing to align with God in spite of circumstances and situations. We're reading about her today. And not only that, but we understand that she is recorded in the lineage of Jesus. That's right, a harlot, a prostitute, uh, because uh, uh, of her alignment with God. And, and that helps us to, to know and to understand is that our past does not always dictate our future. Uh, that no matter what we've gone through in life, understand when we put that aside and we make the right alignment, then God can come in and he can make our latter greater than our former. Uh, yeah. So we've looked at uh, four alignments uh, that forever changed the life of Rahab. And as I, I said, I, I began to look at the text again and something else leaped out of the page. So I, I want to do, I promise this is the last thing that we're going to live with this particular uh, scripture. But I, I want to look at the fifth alignment that forever changed the life of Rahab. Tonight I want to look at her alignment with instructions. Her alignment with instructions. Yeah, the, the text tells us that the two spies gave Rahab specific instructions. And how many know that specific instructions are critical? That when you receive specific instructions, that means that you have to carry it out the way that it has been given unto you. <laughs> uh, so instructions, Rahab got instructions that would either save her life and save those that are attached to her if she followed those instructions or if she failed to follow those instructions, understand she would miss out on the purpose and the plan and the destiny that God had for her life. So note the instructions that she was given. The first thing we see that she was given instructions to tie this cord of scarlet thread in the window. And as I was reading that, uh, I, I, I didn't see it until just now, but the Bible says that once she let the spies out, that she immediately tied the cord to the window. She immediately followed the instructions. Uh, and, and it's amazing that when you are desperate and you want change and when you want to lay hold to the purpose and plans of God, you will immediately follow what God has orchestrated or God has instructed you to do. So she ties this cord of scarlet thread in the window and the next thing it tells is that she is to bring into the house your father and your mother and your brothers and all your father's households so that they will be safe. So she was supposed to tie the cord and she was supposed to gather all of them. I, I don't know where they were. I, 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 I don't know, but the text tells us that in order for them to be preserved, in order for her to follow the instructions, she needed to find them. Whether she had to send a message or whether she had to go herself, she had to bring them into the house where she was because the blessing or the promise was on her house. Ah, uh, yeah. It says, but if anyone, and the third thing, it says, if anyone goes out the door of your house into the streets, his blood shall be on his own head. So 
it tells us that she was to gather them and shut the door. Uh, yeah, she was to shut the door behind them, lock the door, make sure that they don't get out because their life depended on them staying up under the promise that uh, was, uh, was, was, was over her life. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking. Uh, and, and then it says, but, but if you tell anyone, then it says, but if you tell anyone this business of ours, we shall be blameless and free from the oath which you made us swear. In other words, not only was she to shut the door, but can I suggest she was to shut her mouth. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. See, sometimes we can talk too much. Uh, I mean, if God has given us instructions, you know, uh, sometimes we just have to keep it to ourselves. Uh, because the moment that we expose that to the wrong people, understand, they may have the, uh, they have the potential to talk us out of the instruction that God has given unto us. Uh, I don't know if you've ever experienced that or not. You've ever shared something with somebody and all of a sudden, uh, you know, uh, your, your, uh, I mean, you, you were convinced that that's what you should do. But the moment you begin to talk to them, you begin to question what you first believed. Uh, so she was to shut the door, but also shut her mouth, not tell anybody about what was just taking place, the oath that was made unto her. And it, it says that Rahab's response was, according to your word, so be it. In other words, she said, I'm willing to follow these instructions. Yeah, instructions. Instructions, instructions is defined as a direction or order. Some other synonyms are command or decree or uh, directions. And when I, I thought about following directions, I, as I looked that up, that up, it said quickly doing what we are asked. Uh, that's what following directions is. And we see that in the life of Rahab. She followed, she quickly began to do what she needed to do to prepare for what was going to happen. How many can remember a time when you failed to follow instructions? Yeah, maybe you were cooking and you were forced to follow instructions and the meal didn't turn out just the way that you thought it was going to turn out. You know, you didn't add all the ingredients to the cake that you needed to add and it didn't rise like it should uh, have rose. <laughs> or maybe you were washing clothes and failed to follow the instructions, you know, uh, don't put colors in with Clorox. Uh, color clothes in with Clorox. And all of a sudden, you, you, there's an item you put in there, and uh, it didn't look like uh, it should when it came out. Yeah, or maybe, you know, putting together a toy or men putting together a piece of furniture. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes you just don't want to follow the instruction. Sometimes you think you know what uh, you know, the steps are. And what, what, what I like about, you know, when you buy some, it has instructions with it. Uh, and it has the instructions. Matter of fact, they've gotten uh, so uh, smart now that they understand that everybody doesn't understand English, so it's in French and, and all these other languages because the, the, the uh, creator wants you to use that particular thing like it was intended to be used, so he wants to make sure that there's no excuse for you following instruction. 
Ah, yeah. And this is what the Lord has done for each and every one of us. Understand, he's given us a manual of instruction. He's given us his word. His word is instruction for each and every one of us because he knows our end from our beginning. He knows what he's planned and purposed for our lives. So he says, guess what? I'm going to give them some instructions so that if they follow the instructions, they cannot error. Oh, or that they will lay hold to every promise that I have purpose and plan for their lives. Yeah, so how many can admit that when you have failed to follow instructions, things didn't turn out the way that you expected it? In fact, is there anybody in here who wishes that there was one instruction that you would have followed? Uh, yeah, I know all of us can think back over our lives. You know, parents, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, parents weren't, weren't, weren't always wrong. Uh, Y'all ain't going to help me. Uh, you know, our parents told us some things, and we thought that just because they were old, just because, uh, you know, they wasn't uh, uh, in, in the time, you know, that, that really they didn't know what they were talking about. But when you got old and you look back at down memory lane, you realize that mama and daddy really knew what they were talking about. I wish I had a witness in the building. Yeah, grandma, you know, grandma was old, you know, uh, uh, but grandma had lived her life. Uh, she had lived her life, whether she did it or not, she learned something in the process. And because of that, she gave us instructions uh, in order for us not to go that same way. Uh, yeah. So as Christians, understand, as Christians receiving and following God's instructions are critical to the success of our Christian walk. Yeah, how many know it's important to follow instruction, especially this day and time? Uh, and I, I'm learning that the older you get, the less mistakes you want to make. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some things you can't go back and correct. It's going to take a long time to, to get those things. Some of us probably are dealing with things right now that if we had just followed the instructions, if we had just stayed on the right path, we wouldn't have had to endure some of the things that we had to endure. Yeah, well, the Bible has a lot to say about instructions. And let's, let's look at Let's look at a few of these scriptures. Let's look at what Solomon has to say about instructions. Oh, Solomon, Solomon. You know Solomon. The Bible says that he is the wisest person that ever lived. Was well, Solomon, Solomon, other than uh, Jesus. Understand, he is the wisest. So he's given us some wisdom. And if uh, what I love about Solomon is in that book is wisdom in every area of our lives. You want to know wisdom? Uh, look at the Proverbs. Proverbs unveils wisdom. And what I love about God, he said, withhold no good thing from us. Uh, uh, so if we want wisdom, he says, ask, and he would give it liberally unto us and unbraided not. He, he gives us what we need in this life. So Solomon tells us this in Proverbs 4 and 13. He says, take hold, take fast hold. Note he says fast hold of instructions. Uh, he says, let her not go. He says, keep her for she is thy life. <laughs> Uh, so here, understand, Solomon is pleading with his son like a good father should. 
because Solomon has gone through some things. He's filled with wisdom, so he doesn't want his son to make that same error. He, or, or, or he wants his son to walk in uh, the, 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 the fullness so that he can enjoy the life God has purpose and plan. So he tells his son to take fast hold of instruction. Don't let it ponder. Uh, no, no, don't let nobody talk you out of it. He says, hold, take fast hold to it. Uh, uh, yeah, take fast hold to it. Uh, he says, don't let it go. Uh, uh, you, hold it, you know, hold it, uh, you know, kind of like we hold our money, you know. <laughs> you know, hold it, hold it like, like you want to hold a baby. He, he says, hold it tight. Don't let it go. He says, the reason why is because... It gives life. He says instruction gives life. So the more instructions we have, the more instructions we heed, the more instructions we apply to our life, the better our life will be. And I know I got some witnesses in here that, that you realize that if you had applied those instructions that you were told that your life would probably be on a better path than it is now. It would give, it would have given you life. It, it gives us life. It allows us to live out the fullness that God has purpose and plan for us. That was the King James. But the NIV says, hold on to instructions. Do not let it go. He says, guard it well, for it is your life. He says, guard instructions. Protect instruction. Uh, don't let just let it come in one ear and out the other one. Don't, don't let anybody rob you of it. No, he says, guard it. Whatever you got to do to guard that instructions, he says, make sure you guard it well. Yeah, the Living Translation, Living Bible says, carry out my instructions. Don't forget them, for they will lead you to real living. Uh, see, I don't know about you. I don't just want to live. But I want real living. Uh, yeah. And, and in order to get real living, it's going to take the right instruction. <laughs> uh, not, not, not just any instruction, but the right instructions. And we follow the right instructions, understand, we will live. And he says, don't forget it. When it comes, don't forget it. Don't let it pass you by. No, you, you, you are to put that in your heart, put it in your mind, and let it work its way out in your life. Maybe God has instructed you to do something over the last couple of weeks or days. Uh, understand God is trying to re-fortify this and help us to understand that, that we have to follow his instruction even though we may get instructions from other people. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why it's critical. Sunday I talked about uh, the importance of having discernment. Yes. Yeah, to know what's of God and what's, what is not. Uh, so when you know that God has given you instruction, when you have the discernment to know that it's God that is speaking, that it's God that is leading, that it's God that is giving you this plan or this path, then whatever else you hear, you understand that's not of God. I'm not to go that way. I'm, I'm to obey what God has told me to do. Matter of fact, look what Solomon says in Proverbs 5 and 23. He says, he shall die without instruction 
He says, and in the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. So the lack of instruction is dangerous. The lack of it. The, the prison system is full of people who fail to follow instruction. The grave is full of people who fail to follow instruction. It's dangerous not, it's dangerous uh, uh, not to have instructions. It's more dangerous not to heed God's instruction. He says it leads one into folly. In other words, folly, into foolish acts. Uh, yeah, foolish ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, when you don't have the right instruction, everything sounds good. So we got to have the right instructions. So without instructions, understand, it leads us away from the path that God would have us on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we have been subject to listening to things that were not God's instructions and it caused us to get in relationships or caused us to uh, purchase things or cause us to say things that we should not say because we didn't follow instruction. So instructions, in other words, instructions are valuable. They're valuable. Yeah, and, and we're living in a day and time where everybody don't want to heed instruction. Yeah, people think that they just because they've got a little education, just because uh, you, you you know they they feel that they know better. Uh, Y'all ain't going to help me. Uh, but how many know we need God's instruction? Yeah, if you need anybody's instruction, you need God's instructions. I need to know from God what I need to do, what path I need to take, what I need to say, what job I, I, I need to go after, I, I, where I need to stay, where I need to spend my money, who I need to be connected with. I need instructions from God. Uh, uh, so Proverbs, Proverbs 8 and 10, look, look, what, look what it says. He says, choose my instruction. Look what Solomon says. Choose my instruction instead of silver. <laughs> Knowledge rather than choice gold. Now understand, Solomon is raising his son up, and he's trying to help his son understand uh, that silver and gold is good, but there is something more precious than silver and gold. He's trying to help his son, you know, uh, to understand just how valuable instruction is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Instruction is more valuable than silver and knowledge than the knowledge you gain from following is more valuable than gold. Uh. And, and you really realize that when you don't follow the right instruction. When you get in some stuff that's too deep for you to get out of. You realize just how valuable that instruction was. I mean, all of us probably can attest and look back at our life and see that there was a couple of things, more than a couple of things that mama said, that daddy said, that, that, that our teacher said, some counselor said, that was critical instruction to us. And if we had a heated to it, uh, 
our life will be different. Yeah, Proverbs 8 and 33 says, listen to my instructions and be wise and do not disregard them. Yeah, Solomon lets us know really, uh, <laughs> yeah, that only fools despise instruction. I didn't say that, but Solomon said it. I'm just uh, regurgitating what Solomon said. I mean, this is what he said in Proverbs. Matter of fact, he starts off Proverbs in Proverbs 1 and 7 and says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, he's trying to help us to understand here uh, that really uh, we have to allow God to instruct us. And once he instructs us, we have to follow what he's instructed in our life. Matter of fact, Proverbs 13 and 18 says, Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction. But he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. So he says, a person that does not follow instruction or refuses to follow instruction, understand, sooner or later, there's going to be poverty and shame coming upon them. Something is going to happen in their life that is going to expose them, impact their life in such a negative way that it causes shame because they fail to follow. Now, I, you know, as, as I think about this, I can think of several instances where, uh, you know, I, I dealt with shame because I didn't follow instruction. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know somebody saying, what is it? My name, my, yeah, yeah. I, I ain't going to tell you that. You think about yours. All right, let, me hold, let me hold on to mine. Let me hold on to mine. Tell us, pastors. Tell us. No, no, no. Hold, uh, tell me, tell me, I'll tell you mine and you tell me yours. No. But Proverbs 23 and 12 says this. It says, apply your heart to instruction and keep your ear to words of knowledge. Apply your heart. Heart here is referring to the mind. Yeah, he, he says apply your mind to instruction. So people who are not willing to follow instructions are not willing, are not using their mind. So when you are willing to follow instructions, understand, it actually shows really a sign of maturity. Maturity. Because it's, it means that you're willing to listen to somebody else. Yeah, you, you're not running your own show. No, but you're open to the direction that uh, God has spoken over your life. Because after all, he knows our end from my beginning. Uh, I, I mean, who better to listen to than, than God? Uh, uh, yeah. So, so think about this. Maturity craves instruction, but immaturity hates instruction. So when you mature, you crave instruction. And, and you know, as, you, as I said, as you get older, you realize just how important instruction is. You crave it. I, I, need, I need God's wisdom. I need his direction in this area because I don't have time to make a mistake. I don't have time to go back and correct things. I don't have time to reap stuff that I sold. No, no. I want to make the right decision from Jump Street. Uh, 
So, 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 so there, there comes a time in our life where our maturity is shown in our willingness to follow instruction, especially God's instructions for our life. Yeah. I, I, I know that some people say that uh, experience is the best teacher. I beg to differ. I, I, I let your experience yeah, be my teacher. Yeah, I, I don't have to go through everything. Now, you just tell me what you went through and you give me the instructions to, to either go on the right path or, or, or so that I won't error like you errored or, or stay on the right path so I can enjoy what you enjoyed. You know, tell me. Help me to understand. And, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, think about this. Instruction gives us speed. It gives us speed. What do you mean it gives us speed? Uh, so, let's see. If, if, if you've already gone through something, and maybe, you know, it, it, it took you five years to, to go through it and deal with it. Well, that experience, if, I, if you share it with me, can accelerate me that I don't have to go through those five years that you went through in order to get to where you had to get to. So, it, so, so, so following instruction gives us speed. That's the reason that we should want instruction. Uh, because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm over 50 now. I, I need a little speed. You know, I, I, I need you to help me. I, I, I need you to, I need to glean from you. I, 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 I need to pick up the pace. You know, I, I, I've spent time spinning my tires and, and I hadn't gotten to where I want to get to. But if you have help me and you share with me. I mean, this is what this type of setting is. It gives us speed when we come into the house of God and we receive God's instructions. The word of God is designed to give us speed so that we can get to what God has planned and purpose in our life much quicker. Or matter of fact, at the right time that he would desire it for our lives. Mm. <laughs> Ah, gives us speed. Ah, Proverbs 15 and 32. I'll be gathering, some, gathering these scriptures and just go back and dig and, and eat these things. Uh, he says, he that refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul. Imagine that. Imagine you being your worst enemy because you fail to take in instruction. Imagine telling somebody, I don't need to hear that. Imagine telling God. I mean, because that's what we do when he gives us instructions and we refuse to follow them. We're telling God, I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh. And he says, when you do that, it's, it's like despising your own soul. And who, who wants to despise their own soul? Because understand, you want your soul to reap the benefits of a life in Christ, which is eternity in heaven. 
uh, Proverbs 19 and 20, it says, uh, hear counsel and receive instructions that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. So hearing, hearing and receiving instruction is critical. So a lot of people hear, hear it, but don't receive it. Hear instruction. God said he withhold no good thing from us. So whatever we need, understand he's giving it to us. The question is, are we receiving it? There's a difference between listening, what is it? Hearing and listening. Yeah, you, you, you know, you, men, I'm just using us tonight. You know, you're watching the game. You know, your wife's saying something and, you know, you... You hear her. <laughs> you, you, you hear her. <laughs> but you're not necessarily listening. There, there is a difference. There is a difference. So God wants us not only to hear instructions, but listen to it, absorb it, receive it, and let it work its way out in our lives. So let's look at a couple of examples. I, I want to look at a couple of examples of those who follow God's instructions and it paid off. Not only did Rahab follow God's instructions and it paid off, but there are other people in the Bible who follow God's instructions. Let's look at Genesis 12 and 1. Let's look at this. It says, the Lord had said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's house to the land I will show you. <laughs> so here is Abram. Understand, Abram, the, the, the Lord tells him to, to leave from where he is and go to a place he knows nothing about. Matter of fact, he tells me, when you get there, then I'll let you know that you're there. <laughs> now, that doesn't seem logical to the thinker. To the, to the thinker, because, you know, I, I, I want to know where I'm going. I, I just don't want to get in my vehicle and just drive and all of a sudden fumble up on the place. No, I need to know where I'm going. I need to know how much gas it's going to take, how long it's going to take, what I need to pack. I need to know all that. I mean, that's logical for us. But here is Abram. Understand, uh, he follows God's instructions even though he doesn't understand them. Hmm. Can I tell you, that's God's expectation for us. That when he gives us instructions, regardless of whether we understand them or not, our job is to follow them. You know, the uh, old folks used to say, you know, by and by, you'll understand. You'll understand it better by and by. You know, I, I, the, the, the concept is, is that we, we are to trust God. And see, that, 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 uh, so, so Abram, that's, and that's what Abram does. He, he trusts God. He doesn't refuse to follow him. So when we trust God, we will follow his instructions. So, so we have to trust that God knows best, that God knows best. Remember, again, he knows everything. I mean, Isaiah 46 and 10 says, I make known the end from the beginning. He says, from ancient times, what is still to come? He says, I do that. I do that because I created it. Because I created it, understand, I know all about it. Well, just like he created that, he created us. 
He knows all about us. He knows our end. He knows, I mean, he, he sets the course. He, Jeremiah, he, he says, I formed thee, I foreknew thee. I, I, you know, I called thee. I, you, know, I, I, you know, God has destined and planned things for our lives that we know not of. <laughs> so we got to trust him in the process because God sees a bigger picture than we do. We're looking through these eyes. <laughs> but God sees everything. Oh, he sees everything. So when you know it's God's instructions, we have to trust him. Not only that, but God will never instruct us to hurt us. God is not out to hurt us. So that's, re that's, that's one of the reasons that we ought to trust him. Because we know that he has, his, he has our best interests at heart. <laughs> so people who follow God's instructions always receive blessings. I mean, that's what the Bible is. It's, 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 our, it's a pattern for us. It helps us to see what happens when you do this and what happens when you do that. I mean, we see this in Luke 5 and 17. Five, Luke 5, 1 through 7. I'm going to paraphrase it because many of us know this story that, well, let's look at it. It says, one day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. And he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. He says he got into one of the boats and the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. And then he sat down and he taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Now, understand that Simon has already been fishing all night. And the Bible tells us, if you read it, he has caught nothing. And they fished at night because, understand, when they spread the nets out, it was much easier to catch a mass of fish because the fish, of course, did not see the net. So it was easy for them, but he had fished all night and caught nothing. And here's Jesus. After teaching the multitude, tells Simon Peter, Let, yo, uh, clean the nets up. You know, put them back in the boat and, and cast out a little deeper than you went before or further than you went before. And the text says that he tells Jesus, I, well, we've been doing this all night, but we've caught nothing. But what does Simon do? Simon follows Jesus' instruction. Even though he's done it, understand, he trusts, he's heard Jesus preaching the word. He's heard the power of his word. He, he's come to realize that what God speaks happens. What God speaks begins to change people and change atmosphere and changes situations. So he says within himself, I'm going to obey these instructions. And he casts it out. And, and it says, P, uh, uh, and, 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 and the text says that he had a great catch. A catch so large that it began to break his net. 
So much so that he had to call his partners. <laughs> uh, and, and they caught so much fish that it began to weigh down the boats, all because Simon was willing to follow the instructions of Jesus. Can I suggest that, that, that we can see blessings and we can see the abundance of God in our life when we're willing to follow instructions, even though maybe we've done something in our own ability and God tells us now to trust him in this. Because the truth of the matter is, is that when we obey God and follow him, he leads us much more into our blessing than we can do it on our own. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, so when we follow God's instructions, understand lack can turn into abundance. Amen. Failure can turn into success. Amen. Ordinary can turn into extraordinary when we're willing to follow God's instructions. Uh, he, the Bible says, uh, obey God rather than man. Follow his instructions because, see, we're living in a culture that is trying to dictate our lives, trying to get us to do this and do that and not listen to God and his, uh, his word and his spirit speaking to and into our lives. I know many of us can attest that there are times when situations didn't, didn't look like they were going to turn out, but when we trusted God, we find out that God, yeah, can make the crooked way straight. God can open doors that no man can shut. God can turn situations around. Mm. Uh, so what happens? <laughs> Just about to, uh, so what instruction is God waiting on you to follow to bless you? Yeah. Has God spoken an instruction in your life that you're yet waiting to follow? Yeah. Has God spoken an instruction and, uh, you know, you've let, you've have let somebody talk you out of following that instruction. Now, make sure it's God. Make sure it's God. And that's where the difficulty comes in often. Hmm. Because, you know. I told you, Sonny, that, that we ought to walk in the spirit, that, we, that, you know, that we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Uh, the more spiritual we are, the more in tune we are with God. I, I mean, when, when, when I'm fasting, I'm more in tune with God. Yeah, y'all let go. Somebody said, woo, woo. I mean, when, when, when we're on 21 days, I mean, when, when Daniel is speaking, <laughs> Yeah, you know, Daniel fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm in tune with God. I, but it's easy to get out of tune with God. Yeah, when, when we allow all these other distractions to come in, and when these other distractions come in, then we can't decipher whether that is of God or not. Uh, uh, well, let's look at this one. Oh, two minutes. Uh, I'll paraphrase this. John 2 and 2 tells us, you know, Jesus, it's the first miracle that Jesus ever performed. Anybody know what the first miracle is? What in the wine? All right. Jesus, Jesus does the first miracle. Uh, so, so you, you know, wine has ran out. And Jesus' mother tells you know, the servants to do what he says. 
In other words, follow his instruction. Take those jars, no matter how heavy they are, fill them with water, and follow God's instructions. And because they followed his instructions, we see a miracle take place. Because that's what happens when you follow God's instructions. God has the ability to step in and perform supernatural things in our lives. Uh, I, I mean, and that's what God wants to do in our lives. Uh, so your miracle could be tied to your willingness to follow God's instruction. So when, when we're waiting on God to do something, we have to question, am I following God's instruction? Am I doing what he has called me to do? Because if not, then something is on the line that's not right, that's holding up what God wants to do in my life. Uh, yeah, so... Your miracle could be waiting on you following God's instruction. I love this one, 2 Kings 5 and 10. Uh, you know, there's, <laughs> yeah, the Bible says Elijah sent a messenger to say to him, go and wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored and you will be cleansed. So, so, so we understand that, that Naaman, yeah, Naaman, Naaman has leprosy. And the cure for his leprosy is in the following instructions. An instruction that he didn't necessarily like. He didn't think was right. You know, one, Elijah didn't come out and address him. He sends a servant. So he has an issue with that first. Then he has an issue with the fact that he tells me to go and dip in dirty Jordan when there are other clean lakes around that I could dip in. But sometimes God wants to see if we're willing to follow the instruction even when we don't agree with it. Even when it doesn't make sense. <laughs> because that's where God can really show up and show out. When he sees our willingness that, that whatever it takes, God, I'm willing to follow the instruction you have given unto me. Whether it's turn down my plate, whether it's, it's do this or do that, Lord, I'm willing to do it. I don't understand. I can't explain it. I don't know how you're going to work it out, but I know you've given me these instructions. And God, if I know if I follow these instructions, yeah, yeah, something is going to happen because you are God that will not lead me astray. Uh, yeah, so he goes. He has to have a, a, a servant convince him to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm not even going to mess with that. So let, let, let's look. Uh, example that will cost you. Example of somebody who failed. Jonah, we all know Jonah. God told Jonah, to go to Nineveh and preach to save the people. Jonah knew that if he went, that because he was going to preach the infallible word of God, the truth delivering word of God, that it was going to save Nineveh. But he had an issue with Nineveh. And because he had an issue with Nineveh, he didn't want to follow God's instruction. And God has him end up in the belly of a large fish. Swallowed up 
Well, first he's, he's of course on the boat and the boat is just rocking, you know, to the point where, you know, they, 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 those that are on there know that something's wrong. And Jonah says, it's me. Because I've not followed God's instruction. Uh, yeah, I could go there. You, 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 you'll know when you're not following God's instruction. You'll know. God will let you know. Matter of fact, he will let others around you know that you're not following his instruction. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I could, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to go. got to go. So 1 Samuel 15 and 3. Uh, Samuel, I mean Saul. Saul, and these are just examples of people that failed. Saul failed because God told him to go in. He tells him to go in and fight and destroy all the Amalekites. He said, everything in there I want you to destroy. Cattle, I mean gold, I mean, I mean yeah, everything, everything. Just destroy. Leave nothing. And the Bible says they get over in there, and instead of following God's instructions, yeah, they save stuff. Yeah, they, 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 they save stuff. And, and, and Saul, uh, yeah, Saul, he, he, he blames it on the soldiers. You know, he says, you know, they coerce me you know, to keep these things. But the Bible says because of that, God rejected him for being king because he failed to follow God's instructions. You mean God will reject me if I don't follow his instruction? You mean there may be instances in my life where God would not allow a blessing to show up at my door because I failed to follow instruction? The answer is yes. Yes, because he's a just God. I, I, I mean, he gives us instruction. Even though he loves us and he's a merciful God, understand God does not deviate from his word. So he expects us to follow his instructions. And lastly, I'm, I'm, I'm over time. A few things that hinder us from following God's instructions. One, the lack of, lack of trust. Lack of trust. Two is pride. And this pride is often, um, we succumb to what others might think. Yeah, God has given us an instruction and we worried about what somebody else thinks about what God has told us to do. And because we're so caught up in what they think, I mean, it's showing God that we have more credence for them than we do God. I, I fear them more than I fear God. So we got to be cautious, make sure that we don't allow pride to hinder us from following God's instructions. And then there is our own knowledge. You know, our, our own knowledge. You know, we think we know more than God. I, we don't say it outright. But it's evident or seen in our actions. And God is just observing all of that. 
So we got to be careful, make sure that we don't allow our own knowledge, what we think is right, hinder us from following God's instruction. Then there are our desires, our desires, our agenda. You know, sometimes we, we have our own plan, you know, that, that we write out for our life. Things we want to do, things we want to accomplish, things we want to have. Well, if it's not in God's plan, then that means we're fighting against God. Because God's going to give us the right instructions, but it doesn't match with what we've come up with. So sometimes our desires can lead us or hinder us from following God's instruction. Then there's, there's time. Time. So we, take, we, we, talk, we talk ourselves out of whatever God has told us to do because we wait. You know, Rahab did it quickly. She quickly obeyed God. And that's what we have to do. When God tells us something, we, we, we need, really need to quickly do it because we're easier to talk ourselves out of it. You know, is that really God? You know, especially when it's going to cost us something. Especially when it's, when it's painful because we don't like pain. We don't like sacrifice. Um, I'm, maybe I'm just talking to me. <laughs> uh, and then there's fear. Fear. Sometimes we're just scared. But the Bible said God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and a sound mind. Uh, so don't let fear hinder you. And then lastly, busyness. So sometimes we're too busy doing our own thing that we don't take the time to follow what God has told us. Yeah. So we can't let those things rob us of what God wants to do in and through our life. So, we're, we're, so if, if we're going to walk in alignment with God, and I'm finished, if we're going to walk in alignment with God, we have to be willing to follow his instruction. So this is what God is trying to encourage in our hearts tonight. You know, all, all that Rahab went through was aligning herself to the will of God. And because of that, we, we are reading about her. We see her blessing in her lineage. We see her life changed. And that's what God wants for you and I. No matter our past, no matter what we've gone through, no matter what people have labeled us, that if we align ourselves with him, we align ourselves with his word and his will, we align ourselves with his instruction, then he'll lead us and guide us down the right path that we need to go. And I don't know about you, but I want to be on the right path. I want to make the right decisions. I want to say the right things. I want to do the right things. Does not mean that I'm going to be perfect, no. No, I mean, there are going to be some times that I, all of us are not going to follow his instructions. But the desire to do them should be there. And when we do error, we need to get back on the right path and get back in line with his instructions so that he can truly bless our life. Some of us are holding up what God wants to do just because of an instruction. One instruction could change your life. Imagine that. One instruction could open a door that no man could open. One instruction follow could release the blessing on your life that you've been waiting for. 
That ought to be our desire when we wake up every morning. Lord, I want to follow your instruction. Lord, whatever you say, I want to do it. I want to be found in your will. Can I get a witness in the building?